Hello, and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that inspires you to take control of your mind and your mindset, to go forward and build the life that you want to live. My name is Patrick Strevens, and this podcast is something of a journey for me. It's uh, chronicling my journey and the steps that I'm taking towards peace of mind, if such a thing is possible. And I want to share some of the things that seem to have worked for me uh, in improving my life and in building a life that I actually enjoy living. And I'm hoping that it can be a part of your journey towards that as well. And uh, as we go forward, I would sure love to hear from you uh, if this podcast is, is doing things that you find useful. And if you have a story to tell, by all means, I would love to hear it. So I think I've decided that the Instagram page is probably the best place to contact me at self-control podcast and we'll go from there i think today i want to talk about the morning routine i said i would talk about this a while ago Uh, i'm talking about it now Um, i spoke with vic pipke uh, in november and uh, he had a great take on morning routines and we'll, we'll actually we'll talk specifically about vic's morning routine but the morning routine is kind of interesting it's one of those cliche um, you know, entrepreneurial guru, let's say, um, self-development, self-improvement things, platitudes, things that we just assume that, well, we must have to do that if I want to uh, succeed, if I want to have a million dollar business and look like Dan Bilzerian and all those sorts of things. I, I don't know if that's even relevant anymore, but you know what I'm saying, right? Is like if you've done any trotting around the self-development, personal improvement space online, surely you've come across the idea of a morning routine. And I, the morning routine has been very, very beneficial for me. Speaking with Vic, it's obviously a big part of his life. Um, I'd be willing to say that it's maybe not for everybody. And I really do want this show to resist that kind of typical, um, those platitudes, right? things that are just said and repeated um, as if, you know, repeated ad nauseum as if they work for everyone interchangeably, like a cookie cutter, you know. But like I say, the morning routine has been beneficial for me, so I do want to speak on it. Um, I, I do take issue with with that form of, of uh, that form of, let's say, well, let's call it what it is, the social media gurus and influencers that tell you that to be like them, to succeed like them, to look like them, to create value like them, you need to do what they did. And that that somehow opens up an emptiness in you that says, well, you're not like that because you don't do that. And you're lesser than now. Those gurus rely on an army of, uh, I would say, people who are lacking in self-love, people who are lacking in self-actualization. Now, of course, you can follow any of those people online and and take value from what they say and and not have it ruin your own quality of life. But let's be careful when we see somebody telling us how to behave, how to act, um, that we're not just following them and doing what they say verbatim without applying it to our own lives. So I want to be careful always on this show is that what I'm saying is, A, this is what I did. And B, you may succeed in developing your own version of it. Don't just blindly do what I tell you to do. Not that I'm saying you would. But um, take it home and chew on it. Take home 
the heart or the kernel of what I'm saying and, and put it to work in your own life and, and let it be organic, right? Like as with things that I've talked about to this point, journaling, uh, time management, um, working on, on battling your anxiety, let that be an organic process that you start, you know, maybe I give you a tip or, or somebody else sort of gives you some guidance one way, put it into work, put it into practice, and then let it develop, change it, stop it, take a break, change it, stop it, take a break. Um, change the order of the way you do these things, right? Um, I think that's, that's more than anything what, what I would want for this show would be to just sort of open your mind and hopefully it's going to open my eyes to the possibilities of, of, of really the, the differences among all of us. But open your eyes to what's possible, but how you get there is, is completely up to you. So I, I was thinking, I kind of laughed uh, last, I guess it was earlier this year, I spoke with uh, Becky and Mike Newhook. Uh, they're entrepreneurs out here in Edmonton. They run an indoor hydroponic lettuce farm where they produce like unbelievable amounts of lettuce uh, weekly. <laughs> uh, check them out at Vertical Roots. Um, and, you know, they're a married couple and they're an entrepreneurial couple. And it's uh, Becky spoke pretty frankly about Mike's morning routine and, and Mike doesn't have a morning routine, <laughs> you know. And Becky Becky's definitely someone who likes to get up early have that cup of coffee in silence. I think she said she writes in her journal. And, and Mike Mike just doesn't do that, you know. And she said, frankly, you know, Mike just couldn't be put into that cookie-cutter um, way of being, that, that sort of classic or that sort of cliched entrepreneurial, you know, get up, write in your journal, do your thousand push-ups. You know, I, I love that story because they, they're succeeding and they have succeeded in business. And Mike doesn't have a morning routine. Mike's just kind of living his life the way he wants to. Now, so of course, I would be more than willing to say that the morning routine is not for everyone, right? Um, now, you may say, I don't have time. And I guess to that, I would say, well, what do you have better to do than to take a few moments to take care of yourself before starting your day? And you might answer sleep. And I would say, well, that's valid. <laughs> you know, um, but again, the whole caveat with this show is that if you're listening, you're perhaps looking for some perspective on how to improve some area of your life. Now, I'm very humbled to think that something I say could help somebody improve their life. But again, here we are. You're listening. So perhaps you want to make some time in the morning. Half an hour could be all it takes to get started and you might find that you liked it and then it's like, well, I'm going to make a whole hour of it. Have a power hour of a morning routine, you know? And, you know, I was thinking about, I heard Joe Rogan once say on his, on his podcast, Oh, I wish I could ease myself into the day with a cup of coffee, but I get up and I got to go. And it's like, well, again, the morning routine may not be for everyone, but it's also well known that Joe spends many hours in the sauna and the cold plunge tank and, uh, you know, high on mushrooms in the um, sensory deprivation chamber. So he makes time to take care of himself, no doubt. He's He would never deny that, I don't think. So I suppose I would also be willing to say that the morning routine does not per se necessarily have to take place in the morning. I think there's a certain romanticism about starting your day and all that sort of stuff. But 
if what we're talking about is time for self-care and time to get to know ourselves and and time to uh, put ourselves first, you know what? If you don't have time in the morning, if you're not a so-called morning person, uh, just the way your life is structured, it doesn't work. It could be an afternoon routine. It could be an evening routine, right? Be more than willing to concede that. So, like I said, I wanted to speak on the morning routine um, after talking to Vic and because Vic was one of the few people who I've actually spoken to who, who was very upfront and very personal about, about his morning routine. So let's just take a minute here and we'll, we'll actually listen to what Vic said about his morning routine. There are still mornings where I wake up and it's like, okay, I got to do my morning five. I really don't feel like doing this. Oh, <laughs> what geez. is that? My morning five? Yeah. Um, first thing I do is I write in my gratitude journal nice. every morning. Mm-hmm. I read aff- affirmations. Okay. Right. Um, I do my goals. I go over all my goals for nice. the day. I look at my calendar and make sure I've got all of my essential work done to build my business every day. Mm-hmm. And then my last thing is actually in the evening. In the evening, I okay. reread my goals nice. and I pre-plan my next day. Right. Every morning. So my every morning, oh, and um, I read 10 pages of a good book. Oh, okay. At least 10 pages of a good book. Nice. Right? It's the brain yeah. lubed up, so like, to speak. Not, not Harry Potter, no. but like, <laughs> sure. like someone that's going to build me personally. Right? Get, right? Yeah, get you motivated, get you yeah. in the headspace. Okay. And, you know, I say this all the time. People will go to work to a job they hate yep. and spend 8, 10, 12 hours working for someone else to Mm -hmm. make another entrepreneur wealthy while Mm -hmm. they're basically getting paid the absolute minimum that that entrepreneur can pay them to keep them around. (laughs) It's true. Right? Yeah. But they won't spend a half an hour on themselves in the morning. Yeah. You're worth it. Big time. Yeah. And, and you're more present in your own life. You're, you're a part of your own game. Then you're in the, in the game. You're not sitting on the sideline watching your life go by. Right. You're actually on the field. You're in the game now. Right. You're in the game. Yeah. 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 I love it. You know, I think that is one of the best ways that I could think to put it, right? Like as with things I've talked about, time management, scheduling, journaling, the morning routine, as Vic puts it there, is a chance to take control of your life, to actively um, control some part of your life, to be you, right? To be the you that you want to be, right? To, and for Vic, it's like focusing on what, are, what do I need to get done today? You know, um, forecasting, where do I need to be? What do I, where do I need to go? Very important here to be grateful, right? To speak about or to write on what I'm grateful for, what I have, right? We're not focusing on what's not been done or, or where I failed or what I lost. We're taking that time to be grateful for what we have and what we've been given and what we've accomplished. And that generates a lot of optimism, I think, um, gratitudes and i'll talk about this in a little bit it is a part of my morning routine as well um but he's he's taking time to be at peace right to nourish himself uh with a good book you know to choose goodness and positivity imagine imagine if you could start every day feeling optimistic about who you were well you can you can you have to choose to and it it may take work but the, the morning routine is an invitation to start your day feeling good about who you are. Now, of course, we can't always be who we want to be. 
We don't always get to do what we want to do. So the morning routine is a chance to almost have a small little holiday every day, a little island, a garden of Eden, a paradise in our day where I get to be me. I get to focus on what I'm happy about, what I want to do. Before the kids get up, before I go to work to be told what to do, before clients start calling, you know, I can be me and I can focus on me. And again, focusing on me is literally being self-centered. And people often use the word self-centered as a negative. And I guess I would ask, who would you rather be centered around? You know, of course, we, we want to be giving, we want to be generous, we want to be selfless at times for our family, for our friends, for our coworkers, clients, people that rely on us. So again, it's an invitation to balance ourselves across different tenses and times. In the morning, or whenever you practice this routine of self-care, it's a chance to be self-centered in a positive way. And you may even then, in that self-centeredness, be grateful for others. Be grateful for the opportunity to help others, to serve others, to be inspired by others, right? Like, it's not me, 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 but it's just coming from a place of me. Right? So I think the morning routine also functions as a way to combat um, what Vic is talking about. Like Vic is talking about taking an active role in your life. Well, what's the opposite of that? The opposite is being a passive spectator in your own life. You know, social media, pornography, news, those are some of the big, big forms of media that 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 force us or that invite us at least to be passive to watch and to be told to consume now vic mentioned that he likes to read a book as part of his morning routine and i guess we could quibble there i personally wouldn't read a book i wouldn't want to fill my head first thing in the morning with somebody else's thoughts now if they're non-ideological if it's just fascinating history for instance sure like I'm not going to tell him not to read a book and he could kick my ass. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you not to read a book because it'd be a great way to get the synapses in the brain going and, you know, get get the mind lubricated, so to speak. I think I would I would prefer to go for a walk and, and do some thinking, balance with mindful breathing, or, or, of course, write in my journal and just sort of focus on my story. But again, a lot of the morning routine, it's not so much, well, I mean... It, it's not so much, you do what works for you, right? It's time to nourish. It's time to focus. It's time to do what you want to do, whatever that may be. Whatever you feel is going to get you ahead, get you into the day in a way that you want to be into the day, right? So, as I said, news, media, pornography, these sorts of things, this this consumption, this passive consumption... If we're not careful, that can become a big part of our life, right? Like we've all been sucked into the, you know, just scrolling the endless uh, wheel of the reel, as uh, actually Mike Newhook called it, the wheel of the reel, where we're just next video, next video, next video. And what did I gain in an hour? Maybe I had a laugh. Maybe I learned something stupid. There's a culture, there's a society being built around being a passive consumer, Politicians love for you to be passive consumers. Social media algorithms love passive consumers. Pornography producers and news producers love passive consumers because they come back and they don't argue. 
They're much, much easier to control and much, much easier to extort for money. Now, again, I don't want to go too far down a political road on this particular podcast, but I certainly will go in on how being a passive spectator in the face of media, all forms of media, uh, can ruin your life. And I believe that it was doing a number on my life and I had to make some changes. But anyway, that's not here right now. If you can carve out 30 minutes a day to be you, to nourish yourself, to think about yourself, to do the things that you want to do, to focus on what you have, couldn't you then begin to apply that self-love, that self-awareness to other parts of your life to easier identify where you're not being who you want to be? Think about that. Let's say you have a great morning routine. You're like Vic. You get up, you think about what you're grateful for, you think about what you want to do with the day, and then suddenly you're at work and you're not feeling that that uh, you're not feeling that great all of a sudden. Well, now you can say, okay, obviously there's an issue, right? Maybe it's the commute. Maybe I shouldn't be listening to angry music on my commute. Maybe I should have better posture when I drive. Maybe I get to work and I just hate the ergonomic setup of my office, the lighting, the desk. It's hell. I'm not being used to my full potential. Here comes this guy down the hall to talk to me for 20 minutes with his coffee breath whatever it may be. What I'm advocating is that if you can use a morning routine to develop some self-awareness, some self-love, some what is good for me and what, what do I need in my life, then you'll have an easier time understanding the way in which other areas of your life do not serve you. And what you do with that is going to have to be up to you. But I would say at least identifying that um, would be a great start in building a better life. Okay, so I'll quickly talk about my morning routine. Um, It's a little different than Vic's, but I mean, that's the whole point. I like to start First thing, drinking some water, 750 milliliters of water, first thing. Um, I've experimented with different supplements to go along with that water in the morning. Um, Magnesium is a great one. Again, this is not medical advice or dietary advice. Do not put anything into your body that I say without researching it and talking to a doctor if need be. But starting my day off with some water and magnesium or creatine, also a Everyone's little friend, L-theanine or theanine. Uh, There's options. What I'm saying is I like to get the body back to equilibrium because if you've been sleeping for eight hours, you are dehydrated, no question about it. Hydrate and then get out for a walk. As often as possible, I say that is non-negotiable. Drink some water and go for a 15-minute walk. It does wonders for your digestion. Uh, It does wonders. I mean, getting some fresh air, whatever that's worth, it's got to be worth a lot. Get the blood flowing. There's also something about um, getting outside and having to like, you know, dodge traffic to get across the road and like maybe you have to wave to somebody or say good morning to somebody. It, It gets you going, right? It's like what Vic was saying. Now you're active. You're out. This is life. Life is now happening, but it's happening uh, on your watch. I come back from the walk make coffee. Now, there's definitely an episode or two in this. I have now switched to 100% decaffeinated coffee. Um, and I think maybe I, 
I just didn't necessarily have to do that, but it's just, I don't, I'm getting away from being dependent on, on substances as much as possible. Still love substances every now and then, but anyway, and you may be less sensitive to caffeine, but again, I, I would also say there's, there's something to be said here for if you find that you're depressed, you're anxious, and you're uh, an avid consumer of coffee, maybe consider putting two and two together there. So anyway, but I still enjoy the nice, warm, sort of soothing, fragrant um, cup of coffee and the process of grinding the beans, the filter, the whole pour over thing. I'm one of those nerds. Um, but hey, again, that's that's something to look forward to. Like another big part of the morning routine, it, it should give you a sense of optimism about the next day, right? Like so in the evening when you're thinking, oh, okay, I got to get to bed. I got I got a day tomorrow. But at least I know I get to I get to spend that half an hour doing what I like to do, making my cup of coffee the way I like it, for instance. What was that? Uh, after the coffee, it's time to journal. Now, I'll be fully, fully, fully honest with you. I've spoken a lot about journaling on this show. It has changed my life. I would recommend it wholeheartedly to anybody listening. Go back to some of those earlier episodes uh, regarding journaling. I should do another episode about journaling uh, in the near future. Um, I am thinking about moving journaling out of the morning routine, my God, and into an evening block. Um, I started to feel that like just starting, you know, starting the day with a walk is good. And then just to sit, you know, with the book on your lap and your neck craned down. Now here I'm talking bad about journaling, but I'll never stop journaling, but what I found was that it just, it kind of stops you dead because you're sitting still and you're focused very intently and you're, and you're kind of just squeezing the pen and you're writing, 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 writing. I'm looking at maybe moving it into the evening and, and actually just adding a more exercise like weightlifting or cardio into the morning routine just to get the day going in a different way. Um, so again, that, that, that reveals another point that I need to make is that by all means, start a morning routine and, and keep it fresh, change it up, do what works for you. If, if you really don't want to sit and write for a half an hour, don't do it, you know, drink some water, go for a walk and then just stare out the window. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or, or just, or don't journal, but just write a few things, you know, plan your day if you need to I spoke about that on a recent episode, right? Is making time to plan your day. I finished the morning routine with either prayer or meditation. Now, uh, prayer, I'm not a, I'm not a devoutly religious person. I'm not Christian or Jewish or Muslim. When I say prayer, I'm audibly speaking out loud, like outside on the balcony or on the patio in my case. I do it early enough in the morning that most likely no one sees or hears, but it, I mean, whatever. It would be kind of funny though. But I'm praying, I'm speaking out to the universe what I have, what I'm thankful for, right? That's number one is I'm grateful. I am grateful for this life I have. I'm grateful for the beauty I see before me, the sun, the trees, the birds. Say all that. That's If you're looking at, at gratitude in one way or another, as with all things, don't be afraid to start small. I am thankful that I am alive. I am thankful that I can stand up and sit down. I am thankful that my mouth works, you know? 
And then again, as with all things, it compounds and you can start to look forward and say, I am thankful to live in a first world country where there's relatively little corruption and no war, no hot war anyway. You know what I mean? Gratitude, prayer, and meditation, they all deserve their own episodes and they're going to get them. But I just, I just want to let you know that prayer is... Prayer for me is not unlike what Vic does by writing in his gratitude journal. I focus on what I have, on what is abundant, and I am thankful for it. I speak out that I am thankful for the way things are. Again, you want to start your day with optimism. You want to feel good about who you are. You want to take some time for self-care. Definitely, definitely got to focus on what you have, what is working, what is going well. If there's one bloody thing, speak it and speak on it for as long as you can. If not prayer, then meditate. And I would say that prayer and meditation are in some ways um, two sides of a coin of the inner voice. And again, it still bugs me. On the very first episode of the show, I spoke about things you can do to improve your peace of mind. I believe I said journaling. I don't remember what the second one was. (laughs) Anyway, the third thing was listen to your inner voice. And what was that second thing? Oh, God. Well, you go back and listen to it because I was right. (laughs) Prayer and meditation to me are two sides of the inner voice coin, right? And so let's say every morning I flip that coin and choose. Prayer is active. You're you're getting your verbal skills up. You're speaking. You know, the blood is flowing in that way. You're thinking that way. You're translating your thoughts into speech. That's all very important. In fact, showing up at work, having not yet spoken a word out loud, is not always so great. Showing up at work after having prayed and thought about how grateful you are to be alive, you'd be a different person. Unless your work really sucks. (laughs) Meditation then is a form of training that inner voice to not always have to be talking. Again, I don't want to just rush through meditation here. It deserves its own episode. It's going to get it. Meditation, plainly for me, laying down, eyes closed, focus on the breathing. When a thought comes, we allow that thought a moment and then we move it aside and we recenter back on the breathing. It requires a lot of mental control. But as we know, cliche or not, it brings a lot, a lot of inner peace. If you can control that inner voice to not always have to be thinking and talking, to just be breathing, to be focused on the physical sensations of your body and letting the thoughts, okay, there's a thought. Don't need to think about that right now. Move it aside. So that's my morning routine in a nutshell. I make time for physical health, mental health, and let's say spiritual health, right? Get hydrated and go for a walk. We journal, we linger on, you know, journaling is kind of the most active part of it because we we have to remember what the hell we did and then write about it and be honest about it. Where did I fail? Where did I succeed? And then whether it's prayer or meditation, that's spiritual. That's 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 the spiritually nourishing act. And be optimistic, right? 
There's enough time to be negative in this life. Use your prayer as a time to be positive. What am I grateful for? What has this beautiful world done for me? Or if you're meditating, it's a chance just to be whole in your body, resisting the invitation to always be thinking. Anyway, good luck in starting your morning routine. I would love to hear about it as we get going. I would say if you need some kind of guidance beyond this, make a little bit of time for your body, a little bit of time for your mind, and a little bit of time for your spirit, however that looks. Get moving, get thinking, and be grateful. And don't be afraid to speak, and don't be afraid to be self-centered for a few minutes to start the day before the chaos starts <laughs> as it as it can thank you for listening please please until i speak with you again remember better is possible